Welcome to the Lean Solutions Podcast, where we discuss business solutions to help listeners develop and implement action plans for true lean process improvement. I am your host, Patrick Adams. Hello and welcome to the Lean Solutions Podcast. My name is Patrick Adams and today we're talking about value stream mapping. And what I'd like to do is I'd like to lay out six steps to help you walk through a value stream map. But one of the things that I want you to remember is that value stream maps should never become wallpaper. And what I mean by wallpaper is that you should not be mapping a value stream just to put a visual picture up on the wall. There has to be some type of action behind the value stream map. So if you're mapping a current state, you need to map a future state. You need to know where you're going, right? So I'm mapping my current state to understand where I'm starting at, and I'm identifying all of those opportunities for improvement, but I need to know where I'm going. So I need a future state map as well. And what I suggest is a 90-day cycle. So every 90 days, I'm looking at uh, my current state, and I'm updating my current state map while I'm moving towards a one-year future state map. One of the books that I suggest if you're just learning about value stream mapping is Learning to See, Value Stream Mapping to Create Value and Eliminate Muda by Mike Rother and John Shook. It's a really short little workbook, uh, but it gives you an uh, opportunity to, to learn what a current state map is, you know, what a, a lean value stream map, a future state map, um, how to actually achieve the, value, the, uh, the future state, and it walks you through the steps to make that happen. Um, so I would definitely suggest grabbing yourself a copy of Learning to See if you're just learning about value stream mapping. We also teach eight-point criteria for future state mapping. Uh, those eight points are tack time, finish good strategy, continuous flow, FIFO or first in, first out, pull, single point scheduling, EPEI, every part, every interval, and then pitch. Uh, what you want to try to do is make sure that you can get as many of these eight-point uh, criteria into your future state. You should always be looking for opportunities to uh, identify where each of these eight points are in your future state map. Hey everybody, enjoy this episode of the Lean Solutions Podcast. The purpose of a value stream map is to really identify all of the processes and the lead time from order to cash, from the point that we place an order to the point that we actually receive it. Then the aim is to reduce this time frame by only producing in response to a pull from the customer uh, or the next process as, as the customer, um, but eliminating the things that waste time and resources. I once walked into an organization that told me they were lean. In fact, they brought me into a room they deemed the war room and uh, commenced to showing me the uh, value stream maps that they had on the wall. And they said, see, we're lean. We, we do value stream mapping. Um, and my, my next question was, uh, tell me about your value stream maps. How did you create them? What steps did you take? Who was involved? Uh, and this is where the blank stares came uh, because uh, it came to find out that these value stream maps were actually created by uh, managers who uh, did it from their desk uh, or in a conference room uh, with uh, by themselves or maybe with a few key uh, leaders or key uh, individuals, um, but they did not create the value stream maps in the proper way. There are six steps to creating a good value stream map. Uh, the first step is to identify customer requirements uh, and calculate tack time. Always start with the customer. Uh, 
the next step in the process is to identify your main process blocks uh, and then also adding your data blocks. Now, uh, these first two steps, in fact, even to the third step, which is to add arrows for flow, a lot of times I'll do this uh, in a room with the uh, a cross-functional team, right? Uh, everybody that's necessary in order to uh, really walk through the entire value stream. Uh, people that are identified in each of the processes would be involved in this team. But those first three steps could really be done in a conference room. Uh, however, when we get to step number four, uh, that's when we go actually walk the value stream. And sometimes it's fun because you'll find out that when you identify those main process boxes in step number two and then go out and walk the floor, a lot of times individuals missed pro uh, main processes or they didn't realize things that uh, they thought were the case, but when they went and walked the floor, it was completely different. Uh, when we get to those data boxes, we're not filling in the data boxes in step number uh, two, but what we are doing is we're just creating them. So in the manufacturing world, we usually use uh, cycle time, uptime percentage, change over time, staffing, uh, and then rework our first pass yield. In the non-manufacturing world, we use uh, process time, lead time, percent complete and accurate, and then staffing. Uh, so I mentioned the third step, which was add arrows for flow, uh, and then that's when we go walk the value stream. So when we're walking the value stream, we get into step number four, which is adding inventory and delay cues, making sure that we uh, capture all delay and all inventory within our value stream map. Uh, we're also starting to populate data boxes, which is step number five. We're, we're populating the data boxes for today. What you see when you walk the floor, you're counting inventory, uh, you're, you're identifying exactly what's happening today when we're mapping the process. The sixth step is to draw and calculate a lead time ladder. So on the top of the lead time ladder, lead time ladder goes along the bottom of the value stream map. On the top is your lead time, including that inventory and delay queues. And then on the bottom is your actual value add process time. Uh, once you've developed that current state uh, snapshot, that is the beginning, right? That's where we are today. We also need to know where we're going in the future. So that's when we get into future state mapping. Um, I use an eight-point criteria, tack time, finish good strategy, continuous flow, FIFO, poll, scheduling at one point, inventory or EPEI uh, interval or EPEI, and then the final one is pitch. Uh, but these are all necessary items to take a look at and identify, do we have these in our current state? Do we need them? Do we want them in our future state? Hey, everybody, remember, keep it simple, keep it visual, and continue to improve. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of the Lean Solutions Podcast. If you haven't done so already, please be sure to subscribe. This way you'll get updates as new episodes become available. If you feel so inclined, please give us a review. Thank you so much.